Hello and welcome into Emergency CF, news and information on topics that shape the Community Foundation world. I'm your host, Eric Ozempa. All right, today, everyone, I've got a special guest, Rosemary Dorsa, who is the chair of the National Advisory Committee for the Kansas Association of Community Foundations Annual Conference. I probably didn't put all of the juice in there as far as the annual conference. I'm sure it has many more letters to it, but um, but ro- welcome in, Rosemary. Thanks so much for being on the show. I'm delighted to be with you, Eric. Yeah. So Rosemary and I serve on the KACF board. You might be wondering how somebody from Colorado and somebody from Indiana serves on the board, and maybe, Rosemary, you can enlighten us. How did you get involved? Sure. I would be happy to, Eric. So... Um, uh, I'm retired from the Indiana Philanthropy Alliance, and while I was there for about 10 years, I ran a program uh, funded by Lilly Endowment that provides training and technical assistance to community foundations all over Indiana. Um, and I've been involved in the community foundation field for since the early 90s. I've been to many community foundation conferences. Council on Foundations used to do an annual one for a long time, and they stopped doing that in 2014. So I was thinking about, well, what's available for Indiana? And I heard about Kansas kind of stepping up to do a national conference since Council Foundations was not doing that. And the target for Kansas is, is the annual conference for growing community foundations. So it's small. To, the, the target audience is small to medium-sized foundations. You won't find Cleveland or Silicon Valley or any of those. That's not for that group. Uh, but it's really for most community foundations in the United States. So I went to check it out. I thought, well, let me see what this is, see if it's good for uh, a good resource for Indiana community foundations. And Eric, I loved it. I had such a great time at the conference. I thought the content was wonderful. It was perfect for uh, the community foundations in Indiana. I thought it had such a friendly, welcoming vibe that I just loved it. So I connected with the leadership, um, started doing presentations. My colleague and I would do some some of our basic training curriculum as part of the pre-conference sessions. Then they asked me to be on the committee. They asked me to chair the committee. They asked me to be on the board. And so here I am. (laughs) And it's very similar in some ways. Not not all of that backstory, but you know, mine is is somewhat similar in the fact that I I went as part of AdNet, so I was in the Advancement Network Board and still wow. am, and went to the conference because somebody had asked me from AdNet. They said, "Well, why don't you just go and be our like AdNet person?" And I said, "Okay, good, I'll check it out." And I checked it out and fell in love with the conference. I think it's an amazing conference and really an kind of a. Um, an unknown entity, so to speak. I mean, there are certain people who know about it. And the other thing too, that I find surprising is I think a lot of people go, oh yeah, it's small and medium, like you said, which I agree with, but then there's some larger foundations that are significantly larger, like private foundations that will attend every once in a while as partners and such. And and I find that amazing too. And also I think everybody assumed, or at least I did when I first got there, that was like generally Kansas. And that's not true at all either. It no, was not like, at all. It's all no, across no, the country. Yeah. They pull from, from all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's correct. So right. then I um got involved in the planning a little bit and then did some presentations and um and just have really enjoyed it and was yeah. grateful to be on the board. And um it's it's been great. So we yeah. we hired a new director here soon that will be announced and if it hasn't already, but um, but it's it's pretty exciting news and exciting times at Casey. 
Yeah. So what I say, Eric, is that for three magical days in October, the Wichita Marriott becomes the center <laughs> of the Community Foundation universe. And, and, and if you're not there, you should be there. Um, yes. I really encourage uh, anybody that's listening uh, and particularly uh, new staff members. Uh, we have a lot of people who are really, really new in the field. It is a great environment to start build your network as as we know. The community foundation field is a very collegial sharing field and building your network is so important. And this is the place to do it. I mean, for people who are new in the field, we have a lot of people who are first time attendees. Again, you'll find it a really welcoming place. And don't you find that 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 is probably the thing that separates it from many of the other conferences that there doesn't seem to be a lot of peacocking, as I'd call it. No, that there's no, everybody no. is very, very down to earth, very, at least at this very, conference, I yes. thought. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. So tell us, give us an update on the conference now and um, the specifics. I know we're we're looking in October, obviously, and the third week of October is typically um, when we have it. And so I'll be there as well as I know you'll be there and other people in the, around the community. So what how, what's going on with the conference? What's, what's different? What's new? Well, um, we've changed a little bit of the format. Um, uh, we used to have some longer pre-conference sessions that uh, was really the kind of people were saying, oh, well, those are really kind of long. So we don't have those anymore. Uh, we've got some deeper dives. So we're starting with an opening plenary, uh, Frederick Riley from the Aspen Institute and uh, something specifically called Project Weave is going to be talking about these natural weavers in communities uh, and how we as community foundations can support what they do, because this is so much about what community foundations are about, about building connections, et cetera. But so he's going to be talking about um, that Project Weave. So that's going to be what we're kicking off with. And then the rest of the first day, we're going Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, October 18th through 20th. Uh, the rest of Wednesday, we have what we call our deeper dives. Those are our longer sessions, a couple of hours. Um, and we've got some really interesting topics on, on those. Uh, very interested in um, hearing our presentation on trust-based philanthropies. Those of you who are listening who are familiar with trust-based philanthropy, um, I, you'll, you know how intriguing it is to think about being really respectful of your grantees and kind of walking along with them in partnership. Uh, so we're going to hear from the national movement as well as a community foundation in Indiana that really embrace that whole philosophy and reorganize their grant making around that. So that's one of them. Uh, we've got a great presentation coming on donor relationships and this whole building long-term trust, because we know in the community foundation field, our, our asset development work is long-term and relational. It's not transactional. It's not, I need $100 from you today for the Humane Society, that kind of fundraising. It's about how we serve donors in achieving their philanthropic goals. So we have that. We've got one on building community connections, which is going to be um, the... Um, uh, community Heart and Soul uh, program that Orton Foundation developed. So we've got a great presentation on that. We're talking about the, another one on the rural urban connection. You know, we've got a lot of, um, it, it, there are a lot of rural community foundations that attend this conference, but also urban ones. So how particularly where these things where they connect, where we have in this country, we have sort of an urban rural divide, but how do we connect across that that what can be seen as that gap there. Um, uh, most of the listeners may be familiar with sustainable development goals. There's a program in Kansas that's been funded by the Ma Foundation for several years, 
looking at how to implement sustainable development goals in smaller communities in Kansas. So we're going to get an update on that experiment. Uh, so that will be interesting. And of course, you know, community foundations, um, they're also, we're also businesses. Like we have to make the money work. We have to have good plans. We have to, there's a business angle to what we do. And we're going to have um, a deep dive on the business on community foundations. What are the drivers of revenues and expenses? And, uh, you know, it's some, some important ways for thinking about, this would be great for board members and CEOs to think about the business angle of community foundations. So that's going to be our Wednesday. Uh, it's going to be the, our opening plenary um, and then our deeper dives. And then we're going to have a fabulous reception at Riverfront Stadium. So that's going to be fun. We're asking people to, you know, bring your bring your sports, bring your sports outfit and, you know, uh, uh, enjoy a lovely evening at Riverfront Stadium. That's yeah. And they, so that's the minor league um, stadium, correct, for, for correct. Wichita and mm-hmm. such. Mm-hmm. So uh, sell us. Uh, so this is, is October 18th to 20th. Um, yes. That is an, uh, that, those are the dates of the conference. So I, I find that I think a lot of people are mistaken when they think of Wichita. They think it's like a community of 50,000 people and it's small and tiny. And in fact, it's got a, a major airport. Yes. Um, so you can fly there. You can take a yes, jet you there. You're not taking like a, a glider. No, no. It's about a half a million people in population, I believe. And so it's so. it's a significant so. city. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very significant city. And actually, the airport is fairly new and really nice. I don't know if people know this. Wichita has a very strong aviation history. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of small aircraft. Um, I think like Lear, Learjet, started Cessna, and yeah, Cessna Beach, and, and yeah. It's yeah. a really, it's a very interesting aviation history uh, that w- Wichita has. Yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating. A nice so- city. Yeah, so I was going to say you you do so much, and I should have started out with a with a thank you right off the bat because you do so much for this conference, and we just want to thank you so much for all of your leadership with us over the years. Um, so tell us, like, what uh, you know, like, aside from selling us on the conference, sell us on like the the surrounding area. So, like, we talked about Wichita and the and the uh, the kind of the activities that are going to go on, like. What, what do you find surprising about Wichita and why should people come to that community too to be at this conference? Um, I, I, yes, I had not been to Wichita before I started going to the conference. So now having been for many, many years, I've gotten to see Wichita. There's a there's a, there's a nice downtown where the Marriott is, where this is, is to the east of, of downtown. So we're not located downtown. We're located in a nice part of town. Uh, you can get around easily by Uber. If you're flying in, Uber is available or cabs. Uh, the hotel has a shuttle from the airport, so that's easy. Um, and it's it has a nice downtown. There's also a a, a section sort of adjacent to that downtown called Old Town, uh, which is just as it sounds, an older part of town. But there are a lot of now to develop some really cool restaurants and some you know some bars and things like that. Shops uh, that I find a really fun part of, of Wichita. Uh, last year at our reception, we went to an interesting museum, the Wichita um, uh, Aviation Museum, which is something you can visit. I have to tell you, I thought it was a really great place for 
a reception because there's a lot of that aviation history I just talked about. And they have it's a it's a terrific museum. Uh, so that's something people could go see. On that own. was a great venue. And plus, I want to I want to tell the Riverwalk. The Riverwalk is amazing. Yes. There. I mean, it's mm-hmm. this really yes. amazing mm-hmm. Riverwalk, very broad water body and uh, a body of water. And so museums are along that Riverwalk. And it's just it's really beautiful and great. Yeah. 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 So, well, and so what have you, you know, what, what are you looking at as far as um, participation this year? What do you, uh, what are you hoping to, as far as either numbers, are there particular benchmarks you want people, how many people you want there? Is there a max capacity that we need to make sure people are registering right now? And um, so they don't get locked out. There is is a maximum capacity of about mm, Four, a little over 400, uh, maybe 450. Um, uh, you know, we're hoping to have certainly, you know, 350 to 400 people. You know, we might meet the max. But what, what's nice about it is the conference is big enough that there's a critical mass of people to meet and engage with. It's not so huge that you feel lost in a big conference. Mm-hmm. You know, big Binta conferences where it might have 800, 1,000, 1,200 people. They're not bad conferences. They're good. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the re- things that contributes to this vibe. Um, they're uh, all of the most everybody stays at the Marriott. It's in a complex where there are other smaller hotels right there in this complex. So Marriott's book, you could everybody can stay close. Uh, like I said, everybody mixes and mingles at that in the lobby. There's a restaurant bar. Everybody gathers there. Um, we'll have some. So we'll have some wonderful exhibitors. Uh, it's the venue is very nice. The very the venue contributes to that kind of um, sociability. So and we're, a, we're building in one of the things, Eric. We're doing is yeah. you know we listen to what people say in the past, and one of the things, oh, there's never enough networking time. Well, yeah, because <laughs> we want to program and give people a lot of content, but then of course there's networking time. So what we have this year, which we haven't done in the past, we have two breakfast breakfast on Thursday and Friday that are not programmed. There'll be no speaker, but we're organizing breakfast roundtables. So uh, on the first day, uh, we're going to have roundtables by uh, by role for CEOs and program officers, et cetera. You're welcome to sit at them. Or if, you, or if you don't, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. It's your breakfast, you could do it as you want. So it's flexible networking time. And on the second day, we're going to ask people to suggest their own topics. You know, we were trying to come up with topics and well, you know, the range of topics is enormous. So we said, well, let's let the uh, the attendees define what are some things you'd like to talk about. So there'll be a way for someone to say, hey, I'd like to at the breakfast tomorrow. I'd love to talk with some colleagues about X and we'll put, we'll put some signage up. And so people are going to have a chance to define their own networking. So that will be um, something that we've done in response to what people are, are saying. Uh, we're also going to have a fun... Um, uh, afternoon event on Thursday. Our friends at Founded Technologies that are sponsoring our opening plenary. Um, if you've ever been on the Founded website, um, they they love their dogs. Their dogs have a lot of they have a lot of real estate on the website. So they are actually bringing dogs, which they did last year for the break on Thursday afternoon. So you get to hang out with some dogs just for fun because it's a great stress reliever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, It's really cool. It's really fun. They did it last year. Who doesn't love a dog? Um, Our founded friends love dogs. So they're going to, they're going to bring dogs. So, so that's great. Um, 
Also, uh, Council on Foundations is our conference partner, and they will be programming our closing plenary with um, a, a representative of uh, from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to talk about the programs that USDA has that are available to community foundations, mostly in rural communities. So this will be, you know, a lot of I think new content for people. Uh, but Council Foundations, they're also doing a breakout session on changing the purpose of a fund. You know, that's always a tricky thing in, in our world that fund changes. So the lawyers are going to be doing a breakout session on fund changes. And we will have, as we've had for many years, they've been wonderful to do this, um, what we call the lawyer is in, where people can sign up for a brief consultation with one of the Council on Foundation lawyers. Uh, and that's always been a popular part of the conference. So that will also be happening on, on Thursday afternoon. I know. Who knew the lawyers could be so popular, but they always exactly. are. They're, so, very, yeah. uh, they're very popular. <laughs> very popular. Yes. So a good segue is to who uh, typically do you see as, you know, like what is their role at a community foundation? Who are the attendees? What do they look like? In other words, are they program officers? Are they development staff? Are they CEOs? Is this just, I know it's not a conference just for CEOs, but Correct. can you give me a, give us a taste of like who, it, who it, should it, be it, there? Yeah. Yes. In response to your question there, yes, it's all of those. And we are very, very diligent when we're putting together the program to make sure there's something for everyone. We have things on program and grant making. We have, you know, for example, I said the business of community foundations is going to be mostly appealing to CEOs and board members. Um, we have something on succession planning. Boards tend to think about that a lot. We have a couple on uh, marketing and communications. Uh, we've got impact, um, delivering impact. We have found this founding is organizing one on uh, impact when financial returns are low. We've got one with um, investments. You know, how do you manage investments? We've got that. So we make sure we look at all the roles of the community foundation and we make sure that there's content for all of those roles. Asset development, program, CEO, board, communications, all of that. That's wonderful. No, I mean, I think, again, that that is what I gravitate towards with this conference. The other thing that I really love about it, while you have plenary sessions, there's a lot grounded in pragmatism and practical information. Uh -huh. And I think that, at least from what I've always heard about you and the leadership of the conference, is that it always seems to be grounded in that. Yes, that's the very conscious effort, Eric. Thank you for pointing that out. We have a National Advisory Committee terrific group of people. And we talked about as we started planning the conference, so what are the things we want to emphasize? You know, what are the themes, et cetera? And one of the things that came through very clear with the group is, remember, this is a very practically oriented conference. This isn't a lot of theory. It's a lot from people who are actually doing this work on the ground. Here's what it feels like. Here's what I have to share with you uh, that can be helpful from ex experiences. So it, it is very much a practical conference. We want people to leave thinking, ah, that was interesting. I'm going to look into that more. I bet that influences how I might do my work. Uh, we really want people to take away, which is why, for example, on the session we're doing on trust-based philanthropy, we have this national organization, trust-based philanthropy, that promotes this philosophy about grant making and you know working with how you relate to grantees. That's great. We're going to get that, but we're also going to hear from a community foundation that actually used it. 
actually use that philosophy to set how does this influence our practice? What do we do, actually do that would be different <laughs> using that? Um, and so we always try and pair that. We always try, if there's something of a philosophical approach, we try and pair it with what does that actually feel like on the ground? Yeah, no, I think that's that's really great. So not to put you on the spot here, but I'll, I'll get you out on a couple more questions here. But one of them is, is, is there a session that you're like, oh, that that's really cool? Is there one that you want to shout out, give a shout out to or call attention to? Or I know holistically you have to you have to support the entirety right, of the team, right, but right. I'm just so curious I, to know if there's a few that you'd, you'd want to mention. Well, let's see. I mean, there are, well, I'll tell you this. One of the things, but going back to our uh, focus on basics and practical, we have a whole track that we call basics. Um, and it's that is really designed for, People who are newer in the field, uh, we're going to have one. Uh, one of them is going to be, and actually, this is this is really for everybody. Where do we come from as a community foundation field? Now, we're going to have a number of people who've been in the field for a long time talk about the history. Okay, there's our early history. We go back to 1914, but there have been different movements in the field, different different eras, uh, certain certain reports, documents, events that are really changed how things worked in the community foundation field. And they're going to be talking about how did we get to where we are now as a field of practice? So that's going to be part of our basics track. We also have something called like technical stuff, what you need to know. Um, and it's, you know, accounting stuff and some legal stuff. We have a whole session on fund management, which is going to be, is always a tricky area. So we've got a basic. So our basics track is designed for people who are, are relatively new in the field. So we're really um, excited about that. And there's another one that is entirely new to me, but it's like the big topic in the world. We're going to have someone talk about how community foundations are starting to use um, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first time I really was exposed to that was when I did a Zoom and this person was showing how artificial intelligence, you know, like write me a press release about our new logo. And my God, it just wrote it right there. Write me a letter to donors that emphasizes X, Y, and Z. I, I was dumbfounded. I had not really seen it in action. Um, and it has implications as we think about uh, scholarships, all, you know, the, I mean, the whole, it's the whole world was being affected by this, obviously, but we're going to talk about how can we foundations can use this and where it's got some, might have some concerns for us. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a very up-to-date topic. No, I love that topic. And I yeah. think it's very, um, obviously very current and we should be thinking about these trends. And there's lots of trends that I always think that community foundations should be looking at. So that's one of them. And I, I think, again, I look at it as like, I'm, I'm kind of the eternal optimist. I look at the positive side, but certainly there are negative sides too as well. But that will be awesome all to come. October 18th through the 20th in Wichita, Kansas, the uh, annual National Conference for Growing Community Foundations. You can find out more information at kacf-annual-conference.com. And you can register. I know that hotel rooms are filling up, so you really want to get on there mm -hmm. to, to yes, register right, like now right. if you can think about it. Do you know, um, I am forgetting the amount or the cost, and I probably can look for it, but I don't know if you have the top of your head. It's uh, $699 for 
uh, out of state. And yep. if you happen to be in Kansas and you haven't registered yet, you do because our, our because of money raised in Kansas for Kansas people, uh, it's a very good value at one ninety nine. So. Uh, yeah. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. It's but amazing. Well, even at six ninety nine, that's a great value. Six ninety nine for yeah. a for a three day conference is uh, and we've kept it the same as last year. We we even though we you know we know there's inflation, like no, we 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 want to make it as accessible as possible to put on a three day conference is no small most no. small cost, but we also understand. You know, we're trying to keep it uh trying to hold the line on that on the cost there for our attendees. And finally, Rosemary, anything I didn't ask you that you'd love to tell the audience? Um, I don't think so. I, I think I just, I, I want to encourage people to, if you have not been, uh, really consider going as a community foundation professional. I guarantee you will love it. You'll have a great time. You'll meet people. Like I said, as Eric and I both said, we, we both went different times and we just fell in love with it because it's such a great um, it's such a great vibe, a great, happy, welcoming place uh, where people are sharing and it's a good time. Well, thank you, Rosemary. Um, Rosemary is the chair of the National Advisory Committee for the KACF uh, Annual Conference for Growing Community Foundations. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it very much. It's been my pleasure. And I will look forward to seeing you in October. Yes. See you in Wichita. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. Um, okay. All right. There's a little bit of information about the conference. Again, you can find out more information at kacf-annual-conference.com and learn more about it. Well, as always, I thank Andy Epler and um, Andy Epler for our music. And uh, just want to thank you so much for listening. Find us wherever you find your pod content. You can also reach out to the show at emergentcf at gmail.com. Thank you very much and have a great week.